The following is another ESPN Sports presentation. ESPN Tri-Cities presents high school baseball. Conrad at third, Bober at second. Alt wine ahead in the count, 2-1 with two outs. Connor Wilkin, the stretch of the pitch. Swung on and hit towards right center field, and that's going to be in the gap, and that's going to score two. And he's digging for three. There's going to be a play at third. Here comes the throw, the slide. It gets away. That would have been close, but it's a triple and two RBIs for Seth Altwine. Today, the Kearney Bearcats welcome in the Columbus Discoverers. High School Baseball and ESPN Radio is brought to you by the KXPN Sports Club. And the first pitch from the righty is going to be rifled into left center field, and that is well hit. It's going to get all the way just in front of the warning track. And our second extra base hit of the ball game here, a leadoff double for Braden Anderson. And Carney has been really good about getting the leadoff man aboard. After a 2 and one weekend in Lincoln, Carney returns home to battle a Columbus squad that has only lost to top 10 teams in the first two weeks of the season. It's the Discoverers and the Bearcats coming up next. But first, it's time for the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. We'll join ESPN Radio Sports Director Doug Duda live from Memorial Field in Kearney right after this word from Hogemeyer Hybrids. This broadcast is made possible by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. Hogemeyer has over 80 years of legacy in products, service, and performance. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put a winning team to work for you with deep roots and a shared vision, call Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. 627-1064. And good afternoon, everyone, from Historic Memorial Field here in Kearney. It's time for Kearney Bearcat Baseball. Doug Duda with you on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show as Kearney High gets ready to take on Columbus. And Columbus coming in, as you heard, 3-5 and at those last five losses after a 3-0 and start, all the state-rated teams. For Carney, they're just getting ready to get into a gauntlet that we'll talk about here in just a little bit. We'll have a chance to hear from the head coach, Brad Archer, and give you the starting lineups as we get ready for this afternoon's contest right after this. Play ball. Great Western Bank and Carney is a proud supporter of the Carney High baseball team and would like to wish all the athletes good luck. Strike three, you're out! Great Western Bank, making life great. Our focus is on relationship-based consumer, business, and agribusiness banking, offering personal checking, banking on the go, mortgage, savings accounts, money management, and much more. Find out which account is right for you at 2121st Avenue in Kearney. Great Western Bank, making life great. Go Bearcats! Insurance Connection and Kearney wish all the athletes good luck. At Insurance Connection, we strive to make you feel like family. Whether you're looking for home, business, life, or auto insurance, we are here to help. With locations in Kearney, Gibbon, and Grand Island, our mission is connecting people and insurance with care. Contact John, Ray, Jamie, or Jaylene for more information about a policy from Encova Insurance at 308-237-0914 or ins.connect.net. Stop by our office at 2615 2nd. Avenue. Proud supporter of Carney Baseball. Time now for the starting lineups here on ESPN Tri-Cities and we will start with the Discoverers of Columbus. The visiting team looks like this. Playing center field and leading off is number 10 Colin Fleer. Batting second at shortstop is number 5 Cody's Roost. The designated hitter and batting third is the catch is number 2 CJ Fleeman. The cleanup hitter at first base is number 8 Caden Young. Batting fifth at second base is Evan Bach. Batting sixth and doing the catching is Connor Rausch. 
batting seventh. That in right field is Taden Bell. This is a young man that's probably the number one pitcher for this squad. Talking with Coach Johnson says he's got a D1 future ahead of him. Batting eighth in third base is Caleb Van Dyke. And batting ninth and starting in left field is number nine, Sam Kwapnowski. The pitcher today is number one, Ryan Eikhoff. Three and five for Columbus as they come into today's action. Head coach Jimmy Johnson assisted by Nathan Sliva and Cody Schilling. Now look at the starting lineup for Kearney. Brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. Leading off in center field, number one, Easton Bruce. Batting second in right field where the wind is howling out towards today is Braden Anderson. Batting third at first base, number nine, Tanner Johnson. The cleanup hitter at third base, number 35, Corbin Rich. Batting fifth in left field, number 10, Cale Conrad. Doing the catching and batting sixth is number 24, Max Myers. At second base this afternoon, batting seventh is number 11, Dawson Stutz. The designated hitter is Dylan Welsh. He'll wear number 16 in bat eighth. And at shortstop, number 15, batting ninth, Seth Altwine. Cal Higgins will get the start today on the mound for Carney High. And those are the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Carney. When we return, we'll hear from Coach Brad Archer here on ESPN Tri-Cities. More than 10 years of doing things the right way have led to over a decade of trust between Buffalo Roofing and local homeowners benefiting from quality workmanship and products. From storm damage repair to updating the look of your home with new siding and gutters. Trust the company that's built itself on trust. When it comes to roofing, siding and gutters, local is best. Buffalo Roofing of Kearney. Voted best of Kearney five years and counting. Proudly supporting Kearney Baseball. Welcome back to Memorial Field. A chance to catch up with Brad Archer, the head coach here at Kearney High, as they get ready to take on Columbus today. Obviously, Kearney Columbus competing quite a few sporting events and now getting a chance to do it on the baseball field. And Coach, uh, got a chance to go down to Lincoln and get some baseball in after being rained out twice last week. Uh, what did you think about the way the team played down in Lincoln? Well, I, I thought we played well. We started out playing uh, Lincoln Pius, and that was a good game for about four or five innings before we kind of uh, muffed some balls in the infield, and uh, Pius kind of got a, got ahead of us there because we gave him a few extra outs in one inning, and, and we kind of paid the price for that. And a lot of times in baseball, that, that's what happens. When you give teams extra outs, um, they usually can put up those crooked numbers on you. Uh, we came back against Blair. Cal Higgins threw a, a heck of a game for us there, and we were able to scratch out enough runs to win that game. And then on uh, Saturday, we played Lincoln Northeast, and to be quite honest with you, uh, that was a great game as well. Northeast was ahead of us, I think, going into the sixth or seventh inning. And and uh, we put down a bunt, and they threw it away. So, consequently, they gave us a couple of extra outs, and we took advantage of that and came away with an 8-5 win. And you were able uh, earlier in the season in a couple of games uh, to score some runs either via the walk or some errors from the other team or hit batters or whatever the case is. How do you feel, even though it's only five games in, uh, some of the approach at the plate, the offense is, is starting to, to gel at all for you? Well, I think so. And, and you would expect things to improve as our hitters get to face uh, more light pitching. I, I know one of our concerns going in from an offensive standpoint was uh, just how good a hitting team we were. And not only how good a hitting team we were, but uh, we have to limit our strikeouts. And, and uh, that's something uh, from our scrimmages and then also looking at past stats for uh, these kids coming up through our program. That is something we've got to do a better job of, uh, especially with two strikes. We've got to find some ways to uh, draw some walks and, and uh, put the ball 
uh, in play, especially with two strikes, and, and make teams uh, make plays defensively on us. On the mound, things have been fairly solid. Like you said, if you don't make some mistakes, your pitchers have done a pretty good job of getting outs, and uh, most everybody has seen a little bit of action. Uh, what have you seen there so far? Well, I would agree. And, and as I said before, you know, we were able to scrimmage a couple times this year, and, and uh, our pitchers have done a nice job, even in the early season scrimmages and then the first five games this year. For the most part, our pitchers have thrown uh, strikes, and so uh, that's been uh, good to see. And and uh, we think defensively that uh, we're pretty solid there, regardless of who we have out on the field. So uh, if you, if you want to win baseball games and you want to have a chance to win baseball games, it starts on the mound, and then you got to play good defense, and, and the, the offensive things will take care of themselves. Carney baseball coach Brad Archer is with us here in the pregame as they get ready to take on Columbus today on ESPN Tri-Cities. Well, uh, that pitching is going to have to uh, work itself out here, obviously, Arch, because now you really get busy. Uh, not only were you going to be busy, you got a makeup game uh, tomorrow down in Omaha against Papio South. We've got you Thursday with Lincoln East. You play a couple of games uh, over the weekend. You're right back on Monday. What's uh, What's the strategy here as you head into this busy part of the year? Well, we think we have our pitching lined up, you know, with all these games, it's pretty much, uh, as far as our first four pitchers are concerned, you're just going to stay in your rotation and face whoever we face. So, uh, but not only do we have a bunch of games this week with the makeup game, we're talking about, uh, games with, uh, four rated teams here. Uh, we start out today with Columbus, as you said, and then, uh, ratings came out yesterday. We have a makeup game with Papio South, who's rated ninth. Uh, Lincoln East is rated one in one paper and two in the other paper. And then we come right back on Saturday with a doubleheader with uh, Millard South, who's ranked one in the World Herald, and Millard West, who was ranked one last week in the World Herald. So not only do we have a bunch of games, but it's against quality opponents. So uh, this is going to be a, a fun week and hopefully a very competitive week for us, and, and we'll find out exactly where we stack up. Who gets the start today, Coach? Uh, we're going to go with uh, Cal Higgins. It's kind of his turn in the rotation. Uh, both Cal and uh, Braden Anderson threw last week on the same day. So uh, we're going to go with Cal today, and then uh, we'll come back with Braden tomorrow versus uh, Papio South. And what can you tell us about Columbus? It looks like maybe they've struggled a little bit offensively. Well, they they got off to a good start. And then uh, if you look at their schedule, they've uh, played a schedule against uh, Papio, a doubleheader against Bellevue West. West and then also a doubleheader against Lincoln East. So uh, they've played some quality teams as well. Uh, and and when you talk about Columbus, uh, you know, like I said, doubleheaders versus Bellevue West and then come right back the next day with a doubleheader against Lincoln East. I'm not sure we could handle that schedule, to be quite <laughs> honest. So, uh, so they're hanging right in there. And, and I think this will be a, a very competitive game today. Uh, you know, Baseball kind of goes around with who you have on the mound, and as far as what uh, I can see is is uh, they have an opportunity to probably throw one of their better pitchers, if not their best today. So I guess we'll wait and see what happens. All right, Coach, uh, best of luck this afternoon, and uh, we'll see how things go for the Bearcats. Thanks for the time. All right. Thank you, Doug. Appreciate it. That's Cardi Bearcat Coach Brad Archer, and we'll be back to get things underway between Cardi and Columbus right after this on ESPN. 
Hi, I'm Rhonda Johnson, co-owner and realtor at Home Real Estate of Kearney. As a licensed realtor, I can see potential in a house, and I can help clients see it too. Our motto is, there's no place like home, and I enjoy seeing people envision their entire future in a beautiful home that they like. At Home Real Estate of Kearney, our personal touch and first-class help ensure that we are the best agents we can be. Our office phone is 308-234-1080, or our website is www.homecarney.com. Isn't it time you start treating your eyesight as the precious gift it is? Make your appointment at Optical Gallery in Kearney with one of the biggest frame selections, including names like Tom Ford, Mark Jacobs, Oakley, and Maui Jim. You will be seeing yourself in style. Open Monday through Friday with evening appointments available. Personal, professional, quality eye care. Optical Gallery. We'll help you see the difference. Make an appointment today with Dr. Mandy Johnson. Optical Gallery on 39th Street in Kearney. Back on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show here at Memorial Field, getting ready for Carney High Baseball. Doug Dudu, along with our producer engineer, Stacy Johns, glad to have you along with us on KXPN Carney and PlatteRiverPreps.com, 92.1 FM and 1460 AM. The umpires have finally taken the field here for a quick coaches meeting. Then we'll have the introductions and the starting lineup. Again, uh, as you take a look at the weather here today, not near as nice as it was yesterday, but of course they did have a JV doubleheader here, which Carney swept from Hastings. And speaking of that, this isn't the only baseball today. Hastings High is hosting Central City, who now has some players from Fullerton and Centuro. What a big circle that is, ladies and gentlemen, to play some baseball. But that is going to get underway here at the bottom of the hour on KHAS, 1230 a.m. and 104.1 FM, 4.30, 4.15 pregame. Hastings High is at home, and then Adams Central uh, played on the 20th of March, then had a scheduled 10-day break, wasn't weathered out or anything. First-year program was supposed to play last year, but a first-year program, and they get the number one team in Class B at the Smith Complex in Norris today. And, uh, again, that also gets underway at 4.30. Tomorrow, Kearney High will be traveling to Papillion uh, for a makeup game uh, from last week's rainout as they will be taking on Papillion La Vista South. Uh, the Papillion-La Vista game that was supposed to be at home rained out. So Carney goes to Papillion-La Vista South, and then uh, Lincoln East is here on Thursday, undefeated, ranked number two. And then on Saturday, they go down to uh, Lincoln and take on Millard South and Millard West. What a run uh, that they will have in the next four games. And hard to really tell what Columbus has. As we said, uh, with the five losses in a row, they've had a couple extra inning contests that they did not win. And uh, they were against state-rated teams as well. So could be a good one here tonight, although it looks like Carney going with their number one pitcher in Cal Higgins. As you heard from Coach, it's his turn uh, in the rotation uh, to uh, get things going. Right now, we take a look at our weather conditions here on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. It's currently 48 degrees with winds out of the north-northwest at 14 miles an hour. And it looks like they're going to kind of stay there for about the next hour, hour and a half, anywhere between 10 and 15 with some higher gusts blowing here at the baseball field uh, across from left to right. So if you get something down that right field line, uh, you've got a chance for it to carry. Any pull hitters will probably have some problems uh, out there today with the ball hanging up in the wind. For uh, Carney coming in at 3-2 and two with their wins so far on opening night, uh, they were able to pick up that win here on ESPN Radio in the home opener this year, taking care of another conference opponent in Lincoln Southeast. And then they also had wins this weekend over Blair and Lincoln Northeast. The losses coming to Archbishop Bergen and to Lincoln Pius X. For Columbus, as we mentioned, 
they started with a doubleheader sweep of Norfolk, and then they also beat Seward. Lost in eight innings, 5-4 to Papillion La Vista. Had their game with Omaha Scott rained out, and then they dropped the pair to Bellevue West. One was 11 to nothing. The other one was 4-1 to one in eight innings, and then they were swept in a doubleheader by Lincoln East in their last outing. Uh, they're busy as they went to Lincoln East, as we said, uh, on Saturday. Then they go to Kearney today. They have a doubleheader at Norris scheduled for Thursday. They go to Blair on Saturday. They have a home game against Omaha Westside. That's the only thing they have at home between now and then a five-game homestand around the Hack Tournament in the early to middle portions of April. We'll take a break. Be back with more here from Carney's Memorial Field as Carney and Columbus continue here on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. At Broadfoot Sand and Gravel of Kearney, we've been moving and building your earth for years. Broadfoot produces and delivers sand and gravel and specializes in excavation, dirt work, site preparation, demolition, and snow removal. With two pit locations to save you time and money. Call Broadfoot Sand and Gravel today. Whether you need a little rock or a lot for landscaping, driveway building, business, or residential, Broadfoot is the only name you need. Let the professionals move and improve the earth for you. Don't just be a fan of your team. Be a full-blown fanatic at Fanatics. Conveniently located on the bricks, Fanatics is your home for pregame, postgame, or even a food-to-go order during the seventh-inning stretch. Fanatics is your home for the games you can't get to with over 30 HDTVs and everyone's favorite bullpen. Don't forget the famous wings, burgers, pizzas, and the best food and drink specials throughout the week. Fanatics, a block north of the tracks on Central Avenue, Kearney, and online at fanaticscarney.com. Go Kearney Baseball! Don't forget, you can also listen to the ball game on our online streaming at platriverpreps.com. Our internet streaming is brought to you by Barney Insurance, Carney, Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. Carney wearing the blue tops with the white pants and white numerals. For Columbus, more of a gray base with the black sleeves and the maroon numerals for Columbus. Again, if you joined us a little late, the starting lineups one more time for you for Columbus. Leading off center fielder Colin Fleer, then the shortstop Cody's Roost, batting third designated hitter C.J. Fleeman. At first, Caden Young, second Evan Bach, batting sixth and catching Connor Rausch. In right field, Taden Bell, Caleb Van Dyke is at third, batting eighth, and Sam Kwapnowski is a late addition here to left field. He will bat ninth. The pitcher is Ryan Eikhoff. For Carney, it's Easton Bruce in center, Braden Anderson in right, Tanner Johnson will be at first. Corbin Rich is at third, Kale Conrad is in left, and Max Myers is the catcher. And then it's Dawson Stutz at second, Dylan Welsh, the designated hitter, and Seth Altwine playing at shortstop. Cal Higgins will get the start on the mound here today for Carney, Coached by Brad Archer, assisted by Matt Connett and uh, Josh Redman for Columbus. Jimmy Johnson, the head coach, Nathan Slivet, and Cody Schilling are the assistants. You've been listening to the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. Contact Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Hybrid seed dealer. It's Carney and Columbus High School Baseball when we return here on ESPN Tri-Cities. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how Family Physical Therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes, in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. 
The Bike Shed in Kearney proudly supports Kearney High Baseball. Our staff has many years of experience and is ready to help you with all your cycling and fitness needs. We carry a full line of bikes, fitness equipment, parts and accessories, and provide service and repair. We assist professional to casual bike riders with bike parts knowledge, support, labor, and custom bike setups. If you'd like to talk to our specialists, call us at 308-234-BIKE or stop in at 1800 North 2nd Avenue. Get fit with help from the Bike Shed in Kearney. Online at headtotheshed.com. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. A couple of sporting notes here this afternoon for you. It was announced late this morning that the Nebraska-Penn State volleyball matches have been canceled due to COVID with the Nittany Lion program. So Thursday and Friday would have been a chance, the first chance for fans to go in and watch some volleyball. But that has been scratched Uh, for Nebraska. In softball, the Big Ten is named Gretna native Billy Andrews, the Big Ten freshman of the week when it comes to softball. They took three of four from Penn State, and following a career-high seven shutout innings and ten strikeouts over Minnesota, Cade Povich was named the Big Ten pitcher of the week. He probably edged out his own teammate, Shay Shanneman, for that award. Shay Shanneman's going to join us on tomorrow's Doug and Daddy show right off the top at 11.05. The Huskers will be going to Illinois this weekend. So there you go. Carney High Soccer playing down in Lincoln against Northeast today. Carney Catholic is playing uh, at Hastings when it comes to uh, soccer in the Tri-Cities tonight. So a little bit of high school, a little bit of college news, and of course the NCAA tournament will continue right after us here on ESPN Tri-Cities. 6-15 the first game tonight will be undefeated Gonzaga taking on USC and that will be followed by game number two at around 9 o'clock this evening as Michigan will take on UCLA. We are ready to go as Columbus will lead things off here with number 10, Colin Fleer, the center fielder, then Cody's Rooston, C.J. Fleeman, Cal Higgins, the big lefty, takes the first pitch, fires a fastball down the middle but low, and it's ball one. So 1-0. Dan Schmidt, Jake Yeager are the umpires for today's ball game. And the lefty Fleer against the lefty Higgins. He'll take one right through there for strike number one. Jaeger behind the plate here for the first game. Glad you're along with us to make ESPN Tri-Cities once again your home for Kearney Athletics as Cal Higgins brings home a breaking ball that didn't, kind of slipped out of his hand, wanted to run the curve. It stayed high. Ball two, two and one. Cody's roost on deck. As you look at the outfield, even with that wind howling towards right, they're really playing it straight up all across to the leadoff hitter. And the 2-1 pitch is high, ball three. So 3-1 three and one here to the leadoff man, Colin Fleer, exactly what Columbus looking for to get that leadoff man on. As Cody Zrew stands on deck, will he be swinging at the 3-1? Taken, and it is just outside for ball four. Max Myers framed it but didn't get the call. And a leadoff walk here to Colin Fleer. So Cody's Roost now stands in there. And let's see how Coach Johnson plays it. Sometimes early on you'll see the coach want to lay down the bunt, get something going, maybe get the uh, base runner rolling. Good lead over there from Fleer. 
but against the lefty can't do much and the fastball is going to be a little high looks like we got a tight zone early on ball one Higgins just missed on a couple of those pitches to Fleer that 3-1 was right there just called on the outside and the 1-0 pitch Higgins fastball in and maybe just a little perturbed early on it's 2-0 never the way you want to start it if you're on the mound here for anybody and let's see if Higgins can settle down now leadoff man aboard and it's 2-0 to Cody's Roost the shortstop they may just stand there until they get a called strike nope swinging and a high chopper between first and second it cannot be handled it was knocked down but not in time it was a tough play over there for the second baseman Dawson Stutz it was chopped so high he had to try and play it on a short hop he came way over into the hole towards first had he fielded it cleanly, it would have been an out, so you're going to have to put it down as an error, even though it was a good effort. So now C.J. Fleeman, the designated hitter, will come over. And runners at first and second. He's also a lefty. He's the D.H., so obviously a reason that you bring him into the ball game as your designated hitter for Columbus. The first pitch, curveball up and in, almost hit him. Don't want to see that one to load the bases. For Fleeman, he hasn't been able to do a whole lot at the plate, getting an opportunity for the senior to get a start here. Not like he has a 500 average. And the 1-0. Fastball called strike one. So Higgins says, thank you very much. I'll take that one. And it's one ball and one strike. Runners at first and second. We're just underway here at Memorial Field. And Higgins gets set. Stutz flashes at second. The pitch going to be taken low and away. Ball two, two and one. Caden Young on deck. Columbus maybe a chance to get something going right off the get-go here this afternoon. Another lefty on deck, Caden Young. Here's the pitch. That's taken all the way, and it's right down the pipe, strike two. And Higgins may just have to do that, and they kind of heard just do it like that from the crowd. Make Columbus swing the bats here. Team that's just hitting under 230 in their first eight games. They have not blistered at baseball. And the 2-2. Curveball chopped towards first. Tanner Johnson will take it himself. That's all he can do. Steps on the bag for the first out, but runners advance to second and third. And two runners in scoring position with one out. On the three unassisted by Tanner Johnson. Caden Young, the first baseman, will stand in there. He's the center fielder, batting 292 so far on the season. Flair, the leadoff hitter, is the leading hitter for this team at 333. And Higgins comes set. Out of the stretch still, and it's going to be popped up into short center. This could be interesting. Under it, Bruce. Bruce fires at home. There's going to be a play at the plate, but it's up the first baseline, and he's safe. It was just to about the right depth and a sacrifice fly here for Caden Young. Out number two, but it will run in Colin Fleer. Staying at second was Cody's Roost. Probably should have been on his way down to third since there was nobody there to cut that one off. But nonetheless, Evan Bach will check in and try and make it two to nothing. Trying to get out of this early jam. Higgins, first pitch to him. Check swing. One around for strike one. So Fleer walked. Zroost reached on an error, 
And then you get a chop out and a fly out. So Higgins trying to limit the damage here in the first. And the fastball behind it on the swing, and it's 0-2. So it looks like Higgins now has settled into the last couple, and he's one pitch away from getting out of here with only giving up the one. No balls, two strikes to the second baseman, Evan Bach. Higgins checks the runner. They're not holding him on. He's going to take off. The pitch is high. The throw down to third, and safe. Corbin Rich, the throw was up around his eyeballs and slapped it down. It had been down around his knees. They probably would have got him out. But Zeus with the stolen base. Let's see if it makes any difference. It's still a 1-2 count on Evan Bach. Good throw down there by Myers, just a touch high. But as we said, nobody was holding him on, so he got a good jump. Setting up outside is Myers. Higgins brings home the 1-2 pitch. Swung on and missed strike three for the first strike out of the ball game. So after the first two men reach, three straight down. But there was one run. On no hits, there was one error and one man left on base. After a half an inning, Columbus won and Carney coming to bat on ESPN Tri-Cities. Man, Cooper, this is hard work. We should call Johnson Landscape. That's right, boys. Landscaping is hard work, and not to mention, most people just don't have the time. Don't worry, that's exactly why we're here. Johnson Landscape has been landscaping the Tri-City area for 20 years, and our professional staff knows how to do the job right and on time. As always, we offer landscaping, sprinkler systems, retaining walls, paver patios, and much more. Ooh, this landscape looks awesome. Good thing we called Johnson Landscape. Check us out on the web at johnsonlandscape.net. Five Points Bank has been proudly serving the Tri-City area for decades, and we are continuously finding ways to make your banking experience easy and enjoyable. We offer the best of both worlds with kind and welcoming employees in the bank while creating a strong online presence to accommodate your busy lifestyle. Our innovative technology adds layers of security while being easily accessible to all age groups. Stop into the Better Bank to learn more today. Hi, I'm Rhonda Johnson, co-owner and realtor at Home Real Estate of Kearney. As a licensed realtor, I can see potential in a house, and I can help clients see it too. Our motto is, there's no place like home. And I enjoy seeing people envision their entire future in a beautiful home that they like. At Home Real Estate of Kearney, our personal touch and first-class help ensure that we are the best agents we can be. Our office phone is 308-234-1080, or our website is www.homecarney.com. High School Baseball on ESPN Radio brought to you by the Bike Shed, Fanatics, and Optical Gallery as the right-hander Ryan Eikhoff finishing up his warm-up pitches here for the Discoverers of Columbus. one to nothing. Columbus scoring in the top of the first with a walk and an error and a sacrifice fly. And for Carney High, it'll be Easton Bruce to start things off. The center fielder will be followed by right fielder Braden Anderson and the first baseman, Tanner Johnson. Doug Duda with you here on ESPN Tri-Cities as Carney will try and get things going here. Again, offense has not been overly productive for either one of these teams so far this year. Carney has played five games. They got some offense going in the last game with a late comeback against Lincoln Northeast on Saturday, but five runs, three runs, one run in the loss to Pius, three in the win against Blair, and then beating Northeast eight to five. Let's see if some of that can carry over. The lefty Bruce stands in there, takes a chop down the right field line. It's line and it's fair. One hopper, they'll hold him to a single there. Good defense, Taden Bell. And you can see he knows what he's doing out there. We talked about that in the pregame with Coach Johnson. But a laced single on the first pitch of the ball game, and a first hit of the contest, and Brayden Anderson 
will step in. So both teams got the leadoff man on, just did it a little bit different way. Anderson stands in there, the right-handed batter, leading the team right now at the plate. Got a little speed as well. So the second pitch of the game out of the stretch, they'll flick it over to first real quick. Good move, but Bruce is back in there. Deep and right. Mid-range to maybe even a touch shallow and left and center. And the first pitch to Braden Anderson is going to be skied in the air towards left. The wind will hold that up forever. The center fielder coming over, Colin Fleer, calls for it and makes the easy catch. And Bruce will scamper back to first. So two pitches and two swings and two contact. Tanner Johnson stands in there. Johnson trying to find a little offense here. He struggled the first couple of games of the season, has hit some balls hard, but has been the victim of the strikeout as well. So see if Tanner coming off this weekend of three ball games and getting to a groove a little bit. Nice lead over there by Bruce. The pitch to the lefty swung on and hit high in the air towards left. It's elevated. It's an easy one for Sam Kwapnowski, and he'll come in and make the catch. Boy, you don't see that very often. Three pitches, three swings. Sometimes you can get out of there in three outs, three pitches. You just don't see it very often. And now Corbin Rich will stand in. So Bruce, after the leadoff single, now stands there quickly with two outs. And Rich stands in there, and he's got a pretty good gap out there in right center. He hits one over second base. He'll take tie this game up. Curveball, late call, but a strike. And it's 0-1. So... Instead of leading off of the fastball, Eikhoff decided, you know what? They've swung at everything. Maybe I had to throw something different, and he still gets the strike call. Bruce gets the lead away from first, and he's checked there by Eikhoff. Turns and throws to first. He's safe. And Rich will readjust. If he can keep it going, Kale Conrad would be next. One to nothing, Columbus, as we are here in the bottom of the first. Out of the stretch, Eikhoff. Holds and now brings it home to Rich, and it's up and in for ball one. One and one to Corbin Rich, who probably has the most power of anybody on this Carney High team. Stands in there, getting the signals from head coach Brad Archer. And the one-one. Swung on, and it's a ground ball right at short. Picked it up, had to throw to first, and it's made by Cody Zeroos. So... Easton Bruce singled sharply to right field on the first pitch here in the ballgame for Carney, but then it's 1-2-3 after that. No runs on one hit, no errors, and one man left on. We go to the top of the second. This first inning brought to you by Great Western Bank, making life great. Columbus 1 and Carney nothing. Insurance Connection and Carney wish all the athletes good luck. At Insurance Connection, we strive to make you feel like family. Whether you're looking for home, business, life, or auto insurance, we are here to help. With locations in Kearney, Gibbon, and Grand Island, our mission is connecting people and insurance with care. Contact John, Ray, Jamie, or Jaylene for more information about a policy from Encova Insurance at 308-237-0914 or ins.connect.net. Stop by our office at 2615 2nd Avenue. Proud supporter of Kearney Baseball. Play ball. Great Western Bank and Kearney is a proud supporter of the Kearney High Baseball team and would like to wish all the athletes good luck. Strike three, you're out! 
Great Western Bank, making life great. Our focus is on relationship-based consumer, business, and agribusiness banking, offering personal checking, banking on the go, mortgage, savings accounts, money management, and much more. Find out which account is right for you at 2121st Avenue in Kearney. Great Western Bank, making life great. Go Bearcats! And welcome back to uh, Memorial Field. Doug Duda with you on this Tuesday. We're back here Thursday for Lincoln East. But we go to the top of the second. Columbus is up one to nothing, and the catcher, Connor Roush, has taken the gear off, and he'll stand in there for his first at bat against Cal Higgins, who fires one low for ball one. Again, Columbus got on the board with a leadoff walk, a error on a hard, high-bouncing chopper, and then a sack fly got the run in. Higgins' pitch is chopped towards third, but foul. And it'll be one and one. So Connor Roush, Taden Bell, Caleb Van Dyke, 6, 7, and 8 to get things started here in the bottom of the second inning, or excuse me, top of the second inning for Columbus. And the 1-1, taken in there for strike two, it's 1-2. and two. American Legion Baseball on ESPN Tri-Cities, brought to you by Johnson Landscape, Broadfoot Sand and Gravel, and Five Points Bank of Kearney. Higgins on the 1-2. It's low. Good scoop there by Myers. Not that it mattered. Nobody on base. To the leadoff man here in the second in Connor Roush. Two balls, two strikes. Playing very deep. In fact, technically in the outfield at second and short with Stutz and Altwine. The pitch skied in the air between second and short. Trying to find it in the sun is Stutz. The wind's taking it. He's got it. About four steps into center field. And that'll be out number one for Columbus and bring up the right fielder, number three, Tayden right Bell. Bell. He's a lefty. Not his turn in the rotation today to throw. So they've got him out in right field, hitting around 200 early on in the season. Higgins tries to throw a big old hook, and it's too high. Ball one. Carney American Legion Baseball brought to you in part by Good Evans. Live well, love well, goodevans.com. The 1-0 pitch to Bell as he chokes up just a little bit. The lefty takes it over the outside corner. Four strike one, one and one. As you can hear from time to time, the wind moving around a little bit. Probably sounds worse than it actually is. The flags aren't moving right now as it's swirling. And the pitch swung on and over the top of it. Is Bell for strike two. One ball, two strikes to Bell. Caleb Van Dyke on deck. one nothing Columbus with nobody on and one out here in the top of the second for the Discoverers. Another lefty on lefty and Higgins takes something off. It's just chopped right back to him. He was trying to stay alive and put it in play. And an easy play for Cal Higgins. Two up and two down here in the top of the second. Caleb Van Dyke, the third baseman, will stand in there. And get into that right-handed batter's box. Wouldn't be surprised with this low-scoring game. We talked about it for these two teams. They have neither one crushed it early on. And Higgins' pitch is going to be popped back out of play. Foul ball brought to you by Home Real Estate. There's no place like home. See Orion Bruna, Susan Bice, Mike Lewis, some of your great home real estate agents. Trying to get a... One, two, three inning here in the second. Higgins fires it inside. It's high for ball one. One and one. Five straight retired for Higgins after the walk and error to start the ball game. And Higgins' pitch going to be over the outside corner. 
for strike number two. Good placement now. On Caleb Van Dyke, Sam Kwapnowski, the nine-hole hitter, is on deck. One pitch away from the three-up, three-down inning, but it's punched down the right field line, and it is sailing foul. In between the foul line and the bullpen. So Van Dyke stayed alive. I think Higgins knows well-placed fastballs are going to work against the bottom of this order. Higgins takes a while, now puts the ball in his glove and brings it home again, and that's going to be inside for strike three. He is punched out. He was standing a little bit upon the plate, and that didn't fool our home plate umpire. So the second punch out of the ball game, no runs, no hits, no errors, nobody left on base, and another strikeout here for Cal Higgins. After one and a half, it's Columbus 1, Carney nothing here on ESPN Tri-Cities. At Broadfoot Sand and Gravel of Kearney, we've been moving and building your earth for years. Broadfoot produces and delivers sand and gravel and specializes in excavation, dirt work, site preparation, demolition, and snow removal. With two pit locations to save you time and money. Call Broadfoot Sand and Gravel today. Whether you need a little rock or a lot for landscaping, driveway building, business, or residential, Broadfoot is the only name you need. Let the professionals move and improve the earth for you. More than 10 years of doing things the right way have led to over a decade of trust between Buffalo Roofing and local homeowners benefiting from quality workmanship and products. From storm damage repair to updating the look of your home with new siding and gutters. Trust the company that's built itself on trust. When it comes to roofing, siding and gutters, local is best. Buffalo Roofing of Kearney. Voted best of Kearney five years and counting. Proudly supporting Kearney Baseball. Injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with two locations in Kearney. Columbus missing a couple of their varsity players today, but uh, luckily it's not due to injury for uh, Kearney High. Uh, they have so many kids that are out for varsity and uh, junior varsity baseball, but they're looking in pretty good shape so far. Only Ethan Morachik hasn't been able to suit up so far this year. Our injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy. And the first pitch here of the bottom of the second will be ripped right back up the middle by Cale Conrad. And for the second straight inning, the leadoff man singles on the first pitch, as he, or first pitch he sees. Conrad to first. Max Myers, Dawson Stutz next. Dylan Welsh would be after that. one nothing Columbus. They're going to come in at third here with Caleb Van Dyke, anticipating a possible bunt. He's coming in even farther now. Eikhoff, the pitcher, holds squares to bunt. Ooh, it's over him for ball one. He had duck under that one. So ball one to Max Myers. Sometimes that's the reaction you can get when you square early. So let's see how Columbus plays it here with Cale Conrad down at first. Waving the bat, Myers. Will he square again? Waiting. Eikhoff takes a lot of time. He squares real early. Here's the pitch. It will be bunted right at third base. They've got to play it second. They'll throw it down there. He goes into center field. He had too much time. Caleb Van Dyke came in like a softball, fast-pitch softball third baseman, and he was only maybe 25 feet, 30 feet from home plate. Had all kinds of time, and just short-armed it. He bounced it into the turf and into center field it goes. So Myers is safe on the fielder's choice and Conrad advances to second on the error of the third baseman. So each team with an error 
And we will have a courtesy runner now for Carney, Reese Bober, who has seen some starting time, will come in there and run. So in for the Bearcats is Dawson Stutz and Carney now with a little something going here. They're in at the corners now on both sides. First baseman Caden Young, Van Dyke at third. So runners at first and second, nobody out here in the bottom of the second. And Dawson Stutz getting the start today at second will stand in there. They've swung in a lot of first pitches. He's squaring to bunt, and then he pulls the bat back. It's low and away, ball one. For a minute there, I thought he was going to pull the bat back all the way. He did hold it, no intention of bunting. You have Dylan Welsh, the designated hitter, on deck. So some confidence in the DH. Let's see if they lay down another bunt. Stutz squares, stabs at one over the outside, and missed it strike one. One ball, one strike. You're just hoping to put that ball in play and make Columbus do something that they don't want to do, like they just did, throw it into center field. One and one on Stutz. Conrad at second, Bober at first, early square to bunt. Down the middle, stabbed at it and missed again. Strike two. It's not just from way back in my playing days at all levels, just drives you crazy. Because that's one of the things you do a lot early on is you can practice your bunting. So now Stutz, will they have him square with two strikes, one and two? The pitches have all been towards the outside. He'll take a look at a curveball for strike three. So the first strike out of the ball game for Ryan Eikhoff. It's a big one here, and now there's two on and one out with the left-hander Dylan Welsh standing in there. one nothing Columbus. They have managed to put that run up without benefit of a hit back in the first inning. So Welsh comes set. The number eight hole hitter. And the lefty looks at one that's squeezed back over the inside cor- or outside corner to the lefty. And it's strike one. Connor Roush, the catcher there, kind of pulled that one back in. May have helped his pitcher out there a little bit. And the 0-1 count. Can the bottom of the lineup produce? That's going to be away for ball one. One and one. Seth Altwine is on deck. Conrad singled on the first pitch here at the bottom of the second. Then Myers laid down a bunt, which was thrown into center field. Stutz then called out on strikes after not executing on two bunt attempts. One one. Curveball fouled away over the third base. Dug out of the Bearcats. One and two to Dylan Welsh. A foul ball is brought to you by Home Real Estate. See Lori Rogers, Wendy Vosser, Robert Kyatt. So one ball, two strikes. Not wanting to waste the runners on first and second. With Seth Altwine waiting. And the one-two. Fastball ripped right at short, and he'll be able to get back to avoid the double play. Cody's roost. They were pinching it up the middle, both second and short, and it was lined but right at the shortstop. So Welsh, a little bit of bad luck there. And now two on, two out to the shortstop for Carney. Seth Haltwine. One-nothing Columbus. Bad break there because Welsh... Smoked it. Good heads up, though, by Cale Conrad not to get doubled up because it was basically at his noggin, too. 
That's how close to second base the shortstop was playing. And the first pitch is going to be fouled high off the netting here. Strike one. Foul ball brought to you by Home Real Estate. Rhonda Johnson, Steve Corum. Altwine, opening day, was one of the heroes. Had a triple in the opening game of the season. Just hoping that he can get a single here. Big hole between first and second. Now the second baseman moves back over there. And a changeup that's in there for called strike two. So Ryan Eikhoff getting his secondary pitch to work pretty good for him right here. And it's 0-2. Carney had the first two base runners on now. In danger of just leaving them there. And Eikhoff comes set the pitch. Swung on and chopped down the third baseline. But it is foul. Let's try it again. 0-2. If they can get Alt-White on, we go back to the top of the order. Eikhoff 1-1 so far in his two appearances, a 4.04 ERA. Got a win against Norfolk. Got roughed up against Bellevue. The pitch, outside fastball. And ball one. To Alt-White. Conrad at second. Bober, the courtesy runner, is over at first. 1-0 Columbus here in the bottom of the second inning. Varsity Baseball on ESPN Tri-Cities, KXPN Kearney, and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Ryan Eikhoff comes set, and again, the pitch, a big curveball called strike three. The fans were already applauding before the strike call was made, and two men caught looking here. So no runs on one hit. There was one error and two men left on base. We go to the top of the third. Brought to you by Great Western Bank. It's Columbus 1 and Carney nothing. Five Points Bank has been proudly serving the Tri-City area for decades, and we are continuously finding ways to make your banking experience easy and enjoyable. We offer the best of both worlds with kind and welcoming employees in the bank while creating a strong online presence to accommodate your busy lifestyle. Our innovative technology adds layers of security while being easily accessible to all age groups. Stop into the Better Bank to learn more today. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how Family Physical Therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes, in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. Kearney High Baseball here on ESPN Tri-Cities. Doug Duda, our producer engineer, Stacy Johns. As we go to the top of the third, one nothing Columbus. Sam Kwapnowski will lead it off. The number nine hitter, another lefty. Then to the top of the order, Colin Fleer and Cody's Roost. And Cal Higgins on the mound, fires it down the middle. He has not given up a hit in the first two innings, but does trail one to nothing. Strike one to Kwapnowski. Higgins, the lefty with the wind, blowing those jerseys. Swung on and behind that one, foul ball. Strike two. Foul ball brought to you by Home Real Estate. See Mark Shipperwright or Robert Fitzgerald. Higgins quickly ahead of the count here to the number nine hitter, 0-2. Doesn't waste any time. Blows the fastball right by the swinging attempt of Kwapnowski. Strike three. And that'll be strikeout number three of the ball game for Higgins. And here's Colin Flair. 
He walked to start the ball game, came around and scored on a sacrifice fly by Kane Young. And that is the only run of the ball game so far. one nothing Columbus here in the top of the third. And Higgins out of the windup, brings the first pitch home, tries some off speed, stays up. Ball one. Interesting thing is, is Eikhoff has needed some of that curveball changeup stuff to get the Carney guys out. Seems like the fastballs have been very effective for Higgins, and he'll throw another one that is called strike one. One and one. Columbus thought that that might have been a little high, but Fleer was crouching down as well. The one-one pitch from Higgins. Curveball off the end of the bat into the Carney dugout. Strike two. One ball, two strikes to Colin Fleer. Cody's Roost will be next. High school baseball on ESPN Tri-Cities brought to you by Family Physical Therapy, Buffalo Rooming, and Hellman, Maine, Costler and Cottle. The one-two pitch from Higgins to the leadoff batter is up and away. Ball two. Two balls, two strikes to Colin Fleer. One of two base runners so far in the game for Columbus. But since then, seven straight retired by Higgins, trying to make it 8-2-2. Curveball is hit high in the air to right. That is hammered. It is way back, and it is off the wall. That'll be a double. Maybe trying for three. Here comes the throw from the cutoff. They'll get him if they put the tag down, and they do. He's out. He was trying too much. I don't think Coach Johnson necessarily agreed with that, but, boy, he was out. The ball was there in plenty of time. Good relay in from Braden Anderson. That ball was hammered. And trying to get over there to where sacrifice could have got you in. That's the first base hit of the ball game. But we go nine to four to five. And that's out number two. Cody's Roost stands in there. Reached on an error. Here he's going to single sharply into left field. No doubt about that one, right between short and third. Hit sharply. And two, off, two out, one on now for C.J. Fleeman. He hit a weak roller back to first baseman Tanner Johnson in the first inning. But the key about that is it was as effective as a bunt because it moved his runners to second and third and then able to score on the sacrifice fly. So Higgins checks the runner, fastball right down the middle, strike one. Higgins got a little steam on the fastball for most of this ball game. One nothing Columbus here in the top of the third, runner at first and two out. And Caden Young would be next. Fleeman, first pitch to him is fouled back and out of play. Strike two, brought to you by Home Real Estate. See Amy Johnson, Teresa Delight. A ton of lefties in this lineup facing Cal Higgins. 0-2 now to Fleeman, trying to put him away. Big curveball chopped again. And foul just barely rolled down to the Columbus dugout. <laughs> Evan Bach was over there, and he picked it up and threw it to Cal, and he threw it about halfway to him. So his teammates ribbing him a little bit. That first, Cody's Roost. Fleeman trying to move him along. Back-to-back hits for Columbus. Pickoff moved to first, but all he does is fall back down. That's all the farther away he was. Zeus was not interested in going anywhere. They already made 
maybe a base running error, even though Fleer can fly in that leadoff role. The 0-2 swung on and hit towards the shortstop and into the outfield they go. And three straight hits. The throw comes in from center. Bruce was baiting the runner. He was on his way. And the shortstop, Seth Altwine, came over towards second. Had the runner not been on his way, Altwine would have had an easy play. But as he tried to go back against the grain, just couldn't get his feet turned and a base hit. So after retiring seven in a row, the first three hits of the ball game here for Columbus. Fleeman's at first, Zeruz gets all the way to third, and the cleanup hitter, Caden Young, sacrifice fly to shallow center. He's got a chance to make it 2-0 here with a base hit. And the fastball is going to be just outside ball one. 1-0 to Young. So it looked like it was going to be a pretty peaceful half inning here. Then Fleer gets thrown out trying to stretch a double into a triple. Zarust and Fleeman each get singles. Fleeman doing it with an 0-2 count. Now it's 1-0 to Caden Young. Hand the pitch. Fastball low and away. Ball two. 1-0 Columbus. Trying to add some here with a two-out rally in the top of the third. It'll be back to the top of the order for Carney in the bottom of the third. Bruce will be up first. Higgins with runners on the corners, the 2-0 pitch, way outside, ball three. Evan Bach would be next. Will Coach Johnson give the green light here to Young? He's your cleanup hitter. 3-0, though. Probably be taken. Higgins puts it in there for strike one, taken all the way. High school baseball on ESPN Radio. Brought to you by Insurance Connection, Great Western Bank, and Home Real Estate. Thank you to our many fine sponsors for allowing ESPN to be your home for Carney Baseball. Higgins now trying to get out of here. 3-1 pitch is in there for strike two. Kind of bailing out the whole way was Young. I think he was taking that one as well. So now the runner at first, C.J. Fleeman, can take off with the pitch. Zaroost with the lead away from third. Three and two with two outs. Runners at the corner. And the first baseman, Caden Young, awaits the payoff pitch from Cal Higgins. Here it comes. Swung on and chopped towards second, and it gets into center field. It's two to nothing. And the runners will just switch places. They're at first and third. So another RBI for Caden Young. He's got them both with an RBI single up the middle. As Roost comes around to score, Fleeman to third. Second baseman, number four. And Evan Bach. Bach. It'll be... Uh, Interesting to see how that plays out when you take a look at what's going on with Cal Higgins. I mean, he was just cruising along and really, outside of the leadoff walk in the game, can't blame the error on him, really settled down well. But now, two to nothing, there goes the runner from first, throw through down to second. They're going to come home, the throw back to the plate, and they have got him. Nice play, nice fire down there. As they tried the double steal, it didn't work. And Carney High able to come away with a nice throw out there, bringing it home, Dawson Stutz. So we go to the bottom of the third. Columbus does add one run here on four base hits. There was no errors. And then you end up with one man left on base. 2-0 Columbus here on ESPN. 
Hi, I'm Rhonda Johnson, co-owner and realtor at Home Real Estate of Kearney. As a licensed realtor, I can see potential in a house, and I can help clients see it too. Our motto is, there's no place like home. And I enjoy seeing people envision their entire future in a beautiful home that they like. At Home Real Estate of Kearney, our personal touch and first-class help ensure that we are the best agents we can be. Our office phone is 308-234-1080, or our website is www.homecarney.com. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. You're listening to High School Baseball on ESPN Radio. Glad to have you along with us. But Columbus now scoring a run with nobody on and two outs there in the third. Pounded out four straight hits, but ended up getting a runner thrown out, trying to stretch a double into a triple. And then with runners at first and third, they sent Caden Young to steal second. Carney threw through. Fleeman tried to come home, and a nice play by Stutz into the glove of Myers, and he's able to tag him out. And we go now to the bottom of the third, and Easton Bruce will stand in there, and he'll take a rip at the first one and line it out to right. The first pitch he saw, he ripped into right field as the left-handed batter and had a leadoff single. This time he rips it again, but hardly having to move was Taden Bell. So a couple of hard-hit balls here the last two innings, but right at the defense of Columbus. Brayden Anderson flew out to center. Tanner Johnson flew out to left. And they are the next two batters here for Carney in the third. Curveball. It's a strike. Getting a lot of called strikes here. Ryan Eikhoff on the big bender, especially to the right-handed batters for Carney. So Anderson down to the count 0-1. He'll take a swing here, a slow roller into the hole. Third baseman Caleb Van Dyke. Nice play. Easy throw and gets him out. So two up, two down. And Eikhoff has settled in nicely. Carney had the first two men on base with nobody out last inning and were unable to produce. And that'll bring up Tanner Johnson. He flew out to left field in the first inning. And Eikhoff trying to make it a quick top bottom of the third against the top of the order and a fastball inside. Johnson has to bend back. Ball one. 2-0 Discoverers tried to break a five-game losing streak all to state-rated teams. Again, Carney goes to Papillion La Vista South tomorrow, back home against number two East on Thursday, and there's another big curveball that's taken for strike one to Tanner Johnson, the left-hander for the Bearcats. Win not too bad right now around that 10-mile-an-hour range. Fastball called strike two at the knees on the inner half. Corbin Rich on deck. Carney got the leadoff man on in the first and the second inning, and Bruce tattooed it here to start the third, but lined out. Could be the first three-up, three-down inning. Eikhoff's pitch, chopped towards second, should be an easy play. Kind of side-saddling it there was Evan Bach, but he makes the play, and it's a quick bottom of the third here for Carney. No runs, no hits, no errors. Every ball was put in play 
But after three here on ESPN, your Great Western Bank score is Columbus 2 and Carney nothing. Insurance Connection and Kearney wish all the athletes good luck. At Insurance Connection, we strive to make you feel like family. Whether you're looking for home, business, life, or auto insurance, we are here to help. With locations in Kearney, Gibbon, and Grand Island, our mission is connecting people and insurance with care. Contact John, Ray, Jamie, or Jaylene for more information about a policy from Encova Insurance at 308-237-0914 or ins.connect.net. Stop by our office at 2615 2nd. Avenue. Proud supporter of Carney Baseball. At Broadfoot Sand and Gravel of Carney, we've been moving and building your earth for years. Broadfoot produces and delivers sand and gravel and specializes in excavation, dirt work, site preparation, demolition, and snow removal. With two pit locations to save you time and money. Call Broadfoot Sand and Gravel today. Whether you need a little rock or a lot for landscaping, driveway building, business, or residential, Broadfoot is the only name you need. Let the professionals move and improve the earth for you. We go to the top of the fourth inning. Columbus will have five, six, and seven. Evan Bach was up there when the throw out on a man stealing ended the third inning. So it's Evan Bach, Connor Roush, and Taden Bell. Again, Columbus got the first two men out of the first, scratched out a run, then seven straight retired. I make it eight straight, even though Colin Fleer doubled. He was thrown out trying to take it into a triple. And that's where the trouble began as Columbus put the bat on the ball the second time or through the lineup here for the two, three, four hitters. So Evan Bach struck out to end the first, and he will stand in there for the Columbus Discoverers. Higgins coming out here and taking a few warm-up pitches. I don't know what the delay was. I guess I wasn't paying attention to that, but we're still waiting for Bach to stand in there. Again, we'll be back here with Lincoln East on Thursday. That has been moved up to a 2 o'clock start time, folks. I guess they couldn't figure out that Easter was this weekend ahead of schedule, so this week they decided let's go to a 2 o'clock varsity start here on ESPN Thursday against undefeated second-ranked East. Now we're ready to go. The first pitch to Bach from the lefty Cal Higgins is a strike right down the middle. Working the knees. It's 0-1. Again, deep and right with that wind now picking up again here in the last five minutes. Two white, and the pitch is high. Ball one, one and one. Sun shining, trying to get in those seats where the sun is, but the seats right behind home. Otherwise, you got to bring your own chair or sit on the concrete. That's kind of cool. And a low ball, two, two and one to Evan Bach, Connor Rausch is next. Higgins trying to work quickly. Fastball swung on a miss. Strike two. Two balls, two strikes to Evan Bach. Against Carney's number one here. And Cal Higgins got the win on. Well, he didn't get the win, I guess, the way it turned out on opening day. Here he fires one inside, and we've got a full count. Three balls, two strikes. Columbus has done a pretty good job about laying off Pitches out of the strike zone. None of the strikeouts have been on called strikes. The 3-2 swung on and missed. So Higgins able to battle back there and get the strikeout. He's got one strikeout in every inning for a total of four. And that'll bring up the Columbus catcher in Connor Rausch. He hit a towering fly ball that second baseman Dawson Stutz hauled in to 
Get the first out of the second inning. Again, we've got baseball on KHAS Radio. Hastings is hosting Central City. You can also check it out at PlatteRiverPreps.com. First pitch is high to Connor Roush, ball one. Carney is also back home on Monday. We will have that game for you as well as the pitch is taken in there for strike one. Lincoln Northeast, who has struggled early this year and who Carney beat already in the Pius Tournament on Saturday. They come in on Monday. Grand Island coming in on the 8th. Check swing. Will they say he went around? Yeah, strike two. So Roush now down to the count, one and two. And Tayden Bell is on deck. Part of the order that Higgins didn't have a lot of trouble with the first time. Fastball, grounded towards second. Backhand play, Stutz throws over to first, and Johnson has it right in the middle of his glove. Nice play by Stutz, and Roush is retired for the second time over at second base. One in the air, one on the ground, and that'll bring up the right fielder, number three, Tayden Bell. He hit a slow chopper. It was a great pitch from Higgins on the outside. He was just trying to protect the plate and just rolled the barrel of the bat over the top of the baseball and it blooped out there to Higgins. Lefty-lefty matchup, fastball up and away. Ball one. Columbus two. Carney nothing. They've scratched out a run in the first without the benefit of a hit, and then they got a run in the third with four hits. Higgins pitch, fastball, swung on and missed by Bell. Strike one, one and one. Caleb Van Dyke would be on deck. Nobody on, two outs. Higgins looking for his second one, two, three inning. And the pitch is going to be outside low. Ball two. Two balls, one strike from Higgins. Another lefty in there right on top of the plate is Bell. Fastball called strike two right on the borderline there outside to the lefty and a little down around the tee. So two and two to Tayden Bell. I think he'd love to bring a fastball inside, but he doesn't want to plunk him. And Higgins, off speed, is poked towards third in the air. Rich camps under it and has it. So he's retired basically the same way, just trying to protect the plate. This time, though, he blooped it into the air to third base. No runs, no hits, no errors. Nobody left on base. We go to the bottom of the fourth. It's Columbus 2, Carney nothing here on ESPN Tri-Cities. Great Western Bank and Kearney is a proud supporter of the Kearney High baseball team and would like to wish all the athletes good luck. Strike three, you're out! Great Western Bank, making life great. Our focus is on relationship-based consumer, business, and agribusiness banking, offering personal checking, banking on the go, mortgage, savings accounts, money management, and much more. Find out which account is right for you at 2121st Avenue in Kearney. Great Western Bank, making life great. Go Bearcats! Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how family physical therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes, in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. Easter weekend coming up, but these teams staying busy. Both of them, as we said earlier, playing on Saturday for Kearney. It'll be their toughest competition of the first part of the season, Millard West and Millard North. 
as they go down to Lincoln to play a couple of ball games. So we go to the bottom of the fourth inning. Carney will be 4-5-6. and six. Corbin Rich, Kale Conrad, Max Myers. Rich grounded out to short the first time up. And a sweeping curveball outside to start him off from Ryan Eikhoff. Eikhoff has went the distance here. He's given up two hits. He has struck out two. He's walked no one. And the pitch is a curveball this time. Stays inside. He's had a lot of success, as we said last inning, with that big bender to the right-handed hitters. But he's now down to the count 2-0. Carney went in order last inning the first time they didn't get the leadoff man on. Here's one rip right back up the middle. Rich knows how to handle a batter's count pitch. And a base hit for Corbin Rich into center. So for the third time in four innings, Carney has the leadoff man on now. They need to do something with it. And the left-hander, Kale Conrad, he singled to start off the second inning. He'll be looking down to Coach Brad Archer. Boy, he would love to be able to get him a base hit and then have Myers come up and lay down another bunt like he did the first time. So let's see what happens. Rich is a zero threat to steal a base down there, I would think. So he gets a safe lead and the pitch. Fastball high, ball one. No inkling of squaring the bunt that time for Kale Conrad. Kind of like that. I think Coach Archer will try and get a couple guys on here. Don't need a huge inning, but squeezing one across, maybe not. Conrad singled last time. He deserves to swing again. Here's a curveball taken for strike number one. One and one. Rich with the leadoff single. Carney needing to find some offense again. A lot of the offense, even though those short numbers we've talked about, have been walks and errors from the other team. And the pitch. Swung on and hit in the right field. Base hit. Corbin Rich will round second, and they're going to hold him there because what a nice arm from the right fielder, Taden Bell. But back-to-back singles to lead off the second or the fourth inning here. It's the second time that has happened for uh, Carney. They had the two men on to start the second, one of them off of an error. And it looks like Max Myers will stand in, and before he does that, Connor Roush will go out and talk with his pitcher. So a little trouble here, but when this presented itself back in the second inning, after the first two men got on, strikeout, lineout, strikeout from Ryan Eikhoff. Myers with the sacrifice bunt the last time, which turned into an error. The third baseman, Van Dyke, came way in and then had plenty of time to throw to second, but bounced it into center. I imagine Myers is going to be bunting again. Yes, he is. Here's the pitch, and he lays it down. They'll have to go to first this time. Fielded by the pitcher, Eikhoff, and he gets Myers. But great job, Max Myers. Lays down another sacrifice. It'll be 1-3. But he's able to get the runners, Conrad, to second. And Rich over to third, so a base hit could tie this game off the bat of Dawson Stutz, who was called out on strikes in his first appearance. So you don't want to waste it. There hasn't been, again, a lot of offense from Carney today or throughout the season. But you've got him out there playing way deep in right field is Taden Bell. Here's the pitch. Swung on and missed. Strike one to Dawson Stutz. So for the second time here, the bottom of the lineup has an opportunity to produce some runs and RBIs for Carney. Well, he's got to get that first one in. Playing a little jagged infield in at first. Deep at short. Here's the pitch. Swung through it again. Strike two. Dawson Stutz had a little movement on that one. 
as it swept across the plate. So it looks like if he can pull it, they'll probably make a play at first. If it's over the right side of the field, they might try and hold the runner rich. But it's 0-2, and Stutz just trying to put the ball in play. Here's the pitch. Swung on, and he does. He chops it slowly towards short. They'll have to go to first. He's got an RBI ground out, and Carney is on the board. Rich was on his way home immediately. Nice play by the shortstop, Cody's Roost. But it is an RBI, and Carney's on the board. 2-1 to one Columbus, and Dylan Welsh, the designated hitter, will stand in there. He crushed one right at the shortstop, who was cheating towards second. If they had been playing straight up, it would have been a single to center. So Rich comes in to score. Conrad had to stay at second. 2-1 Columbus with two outs here in the bottom of the fourth. And Eikhoff comes set. The first pitch to the lefty, Dylan Welsh. Takes it high, ball one. Seth Altwine would be next. Let's see how careful they are here with the eight-slot hitter and the designated hitter. You're listening to KXPN Kearney, Riverdale, and Amherst and the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Not a bad Tuesday. Not as nice as yesterday and not as nice as we'll see this weekend. The pitch outside, ball two. So 2-0. and oh. To Welsh with the number nine hitter, Altwine on deck. Carney with their first run across here on the RBI ground out from Dawson Stutz. But with a two-strike count, he did what he had to do. He put that ball in play. Let's see if we're taking all the way here for Welsh. The 2-0 pitch. It's a big curveball, and it's right in there for strike one. Didn't even mess with the corner that time. 2-1 and one to Welsh. Playing a little shallow in center. Again, the gap is in right center. That's where the wind's blowing. Welsh now looking for something that he can put into the outfield grass. The 2-1 pitch on the way from Eikhoff. Fastball, he's behind it, fouls it down the left field line and out of play to the hitting facility. Foul ball brought to you by Home Real Estate. There's no place like home. Talk to your home real estate agents like Wendy Vosser and Lori Rogers. So again, a two-strike count here. Two balls, two strikes, two outs. The tying run at second here in the bottom of the fourth for Carney. Welsh, the lefty, waits for another one from Columbus pitcher Ryan Eikhoff. And here it comes. Curveball swung through it. Good pitch. Good cut. Just didn't make contact. And another strikeout here for Eikhoff. But Carney does get on the board. One run on two hits, no errors, and one man left on. We go to the top of the fifth here at Memorial Field on the... Great Western Bank score change or uh, inning change. It is Columbus 2, Cardi 1. More than 10 years of doing things the right way have led to over a decade of trust between Buffalo Roofing and local homeowners benefiting from quality workmanship and products. From storm damage repair to updating the look of your home with new siding and gutters. Trust the company that's built itself on trust. When it comes to roofing, siding and gutters, local is best. Buffalo Roofing of Carney voted best of Carney five years and counting. Bradley supporting Carney Baseball. Five Points Bank has been your hometown bank for over 40 years, and now you can take us wherever you go. Mobile deposit allows you to deposit checks from your smartphone or tablet with our free business banking app. And never pay for an ATM charge again with our MoneyPass app. It maps out ATMs near you that won't charge a fee because of its partnership with Five Points Bank. We're here to serve you in person and online, and that's why we're the Better Bank. 
Well, our producer engineer, Stacy Johns, Doug Duda back with you here at Memorial Field. Just a couple of days left in the month of March. You still have time to get your Platte River Preps Athlete of the Month nomination. Spring's underway. Maybe a couple of good track or tennis or golf or baseball, whatever the case may be. Something left from basketball. Presented by B&B Carpet and Donovan. And nominate today. PlatteRiverPreps.com. Flavia Nagatani of Kearney High and Brody Ahrens of Grand Island are winners from wrestling last month. So congratulations. As we have a 1-0 count here and then a ground ball into the gap in right field between the first and second baseman, Caleb Van Dyke, the number eight hitter with a leadoff single here for Columbus. Well placed, and that'll bring up Sam Kwapnowski, then back to the top of the order, and Colin Fleer, Columbus leading it here by a score of 2-1. to one. So again, congratulations to Brody and Flavia, state wrestling champs. Our Platte River Preps Athlete of the Month, brought to you by BNB Carpet. Cal Higgins, he's went the distance, and the pitch squaring to butt. They'll throw back down to first. Johnson lays the tag down, but he was a little far away from the bag. Good recognition by Max Myers. And they call it a ball to Kwapnowski, the number nine man. Playing left field here this afternoon for Columbus. 2-1 ball game. Everything counts right now. We've had a lot of leadoff runners on board. He squares to bunt. This one's popped back for a strike, one and one. Foul ball brought to you by Home Real Estate. Robert Kyatt, Rhonda Johnson. There's no place like home. Thank you to the many fine sponsors for allowing us to follow Carney High Baseball. Year three, but season two because of the COVID. And the lefty Higgins, big curveball, not squaring to bunt. They'll call it a strike. It drops in there. Don't forget the NCAA men's basketball tournament follows us here on ESPN Radio. Hail Varsity always goes till 6, but then we will have pregame at 6 or whenever we're done. And then tip-off at 6.15, Gonzaga and Southern Cal, followed by Michigan and UCLA. Higgins checks the runner, brings the pitch home, swung on down the left field line, a little bit behind it, Kwapnowski, and it's going to sail out of play. So it's still one ball, two strikes. With Colin Fleer on deck. Fleer has reached both times. He walked to lead off the game. It's the only walk issued so far by Higgins, who has one strikeout in each of the first four innings. And Higgins. 1-2 to the number nine batter. Throws over to first just to see if anything's going. Nothing was. Columbus are running the first, a run in the third, both on RBIs from Caden Young, a sacrifice fly, and then a single in the third. Higgins again, holding it long, throws back over to first, had him leaning, but he is back in time. Caleb Van Dyke, the leadoff single here in the top of the fifth for the Discoverers. Again, they started 3-0 and and then have dropped five straight, two in extra innings to state-rated teams. Now Higgins brings the 1-2 home. Curveball got him with a half-hearted swing, strike three. And there is the fifth strike out of the ball game for Cal Higgins to the top of the lineup. And the center fielder, Colin Fleer, will check in as the left-handed batter. ton of them here. I think about six of them, maybe even seven from that side of the plate here for the Discoverers. Rich is going to slide in at third just in case he tries to bunt it. Cody's roost would be next. And Higgins. 
They set up outside, throws another curveball, hit into left center field, but the wind's going to hold that up for the center fielder, Easton Bruce, has to dive and makes the catch. Not only did it hold it up, it knocked it down, if that makes a little sense, because it was pushed back into the infield. And a nice play by, or towards the infield. And a big out there, Easton Bruce hauling it in. So Van Dyke still at first after the leadoff single, and Cody's Roos stands in there. Chopped one of the first inning and reached on an air and then singled in the third and scored. So he's put the ball in play both times. Higgins working around the leadoff single. They're going to steal the throw down to second, and he slides through. They're going to call him out. They're going to say they tagged him on the shoulder on the sweep tag through. Max Myers with another play and another throw out here. So... It ends up being three up and three down, just a little different way. No runs on one hit, no errors, and nobody ends up being left on base. We go to the bottom of the fifth. It's Columbus 2 and Carney 1. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Don't just be a fan of your team. Be a full-blown fanatic at Fanatics. Conveniently located on the bricks, Fanatics is your home for pregame, postgame, or even a food-to-go order during the seventh-inning stretch. Fanatics is your home for the games you can't get to with over 30 HD TVs and everyone's favorite bullpen. Don't forget the famous wings, burgers, pizzas, and the best food and drink specials throughout the week. Fanatics, a block north of the tracks on Central Avenue, Kearney, and online at fanaticscarney.com. Go Kearney Baseball! High School Baseball on ESPN Tri-Cities. Brought to you by Broadfoot Sand and Gravel, Fanatics, and the Bike Shed. So glad to have you along with us here, Doug Duda. And our producer engineer, Stacy Johns. Carney trying to find a way to produce some runs. And number nine hitter in the order, Seth Altwine, call out on strikes in the second. We'll lead it off here in the bottom of the fifth for the Bearcats as they trail Columbus by a score of 2-1. to one. So Seth Altwine, Easton Bruce, and Braden Anderson against Ryan Eikhoff. The starting pitcher here will put the first one in there for strike one. Nothing special about it, but a good, well-placed pitch. Three strikeouts, no walks. Given up just four hits to the Carney batters. And the 0-1 to Altwine. Swung on a miss, strike two. Trying to get some offense going here from the bottom of the order for Carney. Dawson Stutz had an RBI ground out last inning to get the first run across for Carney. And up on the count, 0-2 here to Altwine. Eikhoff brings it home, swung on and missed. Strike three. So three pitches, three strikes. And out number one here in the bottom of the fifth. Easton Bruce, he's looked at two pitches. He's rifled them both to right. The first pitch of the game was down. The second one was hit even harder and went right to Taden Bell. Sun is snuck behind one of the very few clouds in the sky right now. Will Bruce be going after the first pitch? Will Eikhoff throw him a strike? Yes, he does, and it's crowded into right field. He kind of got on top of it and chopped it into the ground, but three pitches, three swings, all to right, and Easton Bruce is two for three. 
And that'll bring up Braden Anderson. He is flown out to center and grounded out to third. Needing a run to tie. What is manager Brad Archer to 40 years taking care of baseball and youth? Throw over to first. Bruce slides back in. First baseman Caden Young just hanging out there. Playing in at third again. Caleb Van Dyke inside the bag just in case Anderson tries to bunt it. If he does, maybe bunting for a base hit. If he bunted it towards first, he'd have a chance here. Second base playing really deep. Of course, has to cover the bag. And a curveball this time that stays in. Again, if you're just joining us, Eikhoff has been really good with the curveball to the right-handed batters. That one does stay in for ball one. 1-0. One out, one on. Down one here in the bottom of the fifth for Carney. Hits even at five apiece. Throw to first, not close. Tanner Johnson on deck. Two to one, Columbus. And the pitch. A breaking ball in there for strike two. Excuse me, strike one, one and one. First pitch was inside to Anderson. One ball, one strike. As Eikhoff has kind of slowed it down here a little bit on the mound. Neither pitcher has really had a problem with that. They've had a pretty good pace. And the 1-1 pitch to Anderson. They're stealing. They'll throw down. Bruce needs to get in there, and he does. Close the ball from catcher Connor Roush. Took a hop, and his shortstop had to slap it back on him. And what do we got? We got a foul tip. Interference. They're sending the runner back to first. And Coach Brad Archer wants to know what's going on. And Coach Archer is already shaking his head at the explanation, saying that's wrong. (laughs) And I don't know what the call was. That's kind of the sometimes the problem being up here away from the and Coach Archer still trying to get an explanation here. And, you know, he knows that he's not going to win it. You never do. So the count is one and two. The first baseman number nine, Tanner Thompson. And maybe catcher's interference is what's called. Or no, if a catcher's interference, he'd be on. I don't know what the call was. But he struck out and sent him back. I think maybe just a foul tip in the glove. So Tanner Johnson stands in there with two outs. And the pitch to Johnson is going to be hit right at the first baseman who makes a nice backhanded snag, and Cade Young steps on the bag. And we have played three, five innings. No runs on one hit. There were... No errors, and one man left on Columbus 2 and Carney 1 here on ESPN Radio, brought to you by Great Western Bank, making life great. The Bike Shed in Kearney proudly supports Kearney High Baseball. Our staff has many years of experience and is ready to help you with all your cycling and fitness needs. We carry a full line of bikes, fitness equipment, parts and accessories, and provide service and repair. We assist professional to casual bike riders with bike parts knowledge, support, labor, and custom bike setups. If you'd like to talk to our specialists, call us at 308-234-BIKE or stop in at 1800 North 2nd Avenue. Get fit with help from the Bike Shed in Kearney. Online at headtotheshed.com. 
Isn't it time you start treating your eyesight as the precious gift it is? Make your appointment at Optical Gallery in Kearney with one of the biggest frame selection, including names like Tom Ford, Mark Jacobs, Oakley, and Maui Jim. You will be seeing yourself in style. Open Monday through Friday with evening appointments available. Personal, professional, quality eye care. Optical Gallery will help you see the difference. Make an appointment today with Dr. Mandy Johnson. Optical Gallery on 39th Street in Kearney. Well, we are going to guess that batter's interference was called on Brayden Anderson because we didn't see the home plate umpire call him out, but he went to the dugout with a non-three-strike at bat, and they sent Bruce back. So no runs, one hit, no errors, and a man left on. We go to the top of the sixth. Columbus leading it by a score of 2-1. to one. Cal Higgins, the starting pitcher, still in there. First pitch to Cody's Roost. He was at the plate when uh, threw out Van Dyke trying to steal second to end the fifth, and he'll swing on it and miss, strike one. Can reach down an error, singled and scored. Fastball low and away, one and one. Both pitchers have gone the distance, Ryan Eikhoff and Cal Higgins. Five hits apiece through the first five innings, four of those bunched together in the third for Columbus, and the pitcher is low, ball two. Cody's Roos, C.J. Fleeman, Caden Young. As always, a big thank you to the athletic director, Ryan Hogue, Carmen Grant running the show up here today, and all the folks from Kearney High and their hospitality. Here's a sawed-off shot into right field, and reaching back behind him is Braden Anderson. He was running because he knew it was in the gap, and then that wind pushed it back across the body, but he hauled it in. And Zeus flies out to right field for the first out here in the sixth. C.J. Fleeman chopped it back to first. Or chopped it, yeah, back to first in the first, and then singled in a run in the third, but was thrown out trying to steal home on a first and third double steal. Curveball to him, beauty, strike one taken. 0 1, our high school baseball on ESPN Radio, brought to you by Optical Gallery, Broadfoot Sand and Gravel, Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. 2 to 1, Columbus, top of the sixth in our varsity game, fouled at the plate. JVs will follow. Of course, yesterday, a JV doubleheader here where Carney swept Hastings. Our foul ball brought to you by Home Real Estate. Steve Corum, Mike Lewis, among your many fine agents. The 0-2 pitch now from Higgins is going to be fired outside. Four ball one to the designated hitter, C.J. Fleeman. Caden Young on deck, who just made that real nice defensive play to end the fifth. And here's a pitch that bounces in the dirt, offering at it, but not enough for a go-around strike. They want to check. (laughs) Cal, you can't appeal to first on a left-handed hitter, young man. (laughs) He he wanted to appeal to the umpire to see if it was a strike. And that's not the angle you're looking for. One and uh, two and two, excuse me. Pitch to Fleeman. Got him swinging anyway. Brought the heat. Stares him down a little bit, too. One strikeout in each inning. Hasn't bunched them together. Strikeout number six of the ball game here for Higgins. So the first two men retired here in the sixth. Higgins is doing his job. But again, both offenses have struggled throughout the year. Caden Young, sacrifice fly to center in the first. Singled in the other run in the third. And the first pitch to him here is taken for strike one. Higgins trying to make quick work of the top of the order here. 
or two, three, four at least for Columbus. This would be huge because he has done very well at the bottom of the order. Big curveball over the top. Going to be grounded towards first, but foul. Johnson will let it go. And strike two. So 0-2 again here. Evan Bach would be next, but looking for another 1-2-3 inning. Has had unconventional 1-2-3 innings the last two because of thrown out at the plate. Here's one foul that might stay in play down the left field line. Long run to the bullpen, and the third baseman, Corbin Rich, will run out of real estate. Covered a lot of it. Foul ball brought to you by Home Real Estate. Ryan Bruna, Lori Rogers, your home real estate agents. So Caden Young, the cleanup hitter, as you expect, the tough out here. 2-1 Columbus, top of the sixth. First one to catch a break, maybe, can win this ball game. And the pitch. Curveball, foul ticked at the plate just to stay alive by Caden Young. Haven't been able to set him down easily either time. But nobody on two out here in the top of the sixth. Outside of that third inning, Higgins has been on it. And the pitch, fastball, called strike three, and he kind of knew it. He got out of there before the strike three was even called. So for the first time, two strikeouts in one inning. No runs, no hits, no errors, and nobody left on. Two strikeouts, no walks. We go to the bottom of the sixth. Carney still needs to scratch across to run. Columbus two, and Carney nothing. Excuse Insurance me, Connection won. and Carney wish all the athletes good luck. At Insurance Connection, we strive to make you feel like family. Whether you're looking for home, business, life, or auto insurance, we are here to help. With locations in Kearney, Gibbon, and Grand Island, our mission is connecting people and insurance with care. Contact John, Ray, Jamie, or Jaylene for more information about a policy from Encova Insurance at 308-237-0914 or ins.connect.net. Stop by our office at 2615 2nd Avenue, proud supporter of Kearney Baseball. Hi, I'm Rhonda Johnson, co-owner and realtor at Home Real Estate of Kearney. As a licensed realtor, I can see potential in a house, and I can help clients see it too. Our motto is, there's no place like home, and I enjoy seeing people envision their entire future in a beautiful home that they like. At Home Real Estate of Kearney, our personal touch and first-class help ensure that we are the best agents we can be. Our office phone is 308-234-1080, or our website is www.homecarney.com. Always great to have you along with us for high school sports here on ESPN Radio. Brought to you by Good Evans. Live well, love well, goodevans.com. When we're done, the new West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Final stats, a chat with Carney assistant coach Matt Connett. And the Bearcats might need to get it going right now. Down 2-1, to one, bottom of the sixth, Corbin Rich. Kale Conrad, Max Myers, 4-5-6 in the order. And the first pitch sails outside to Conrad. He is two for two. He and Easton Bruce each have two hits. Carney has five total. Excuse me. Conrad has two hits. Corbin Rich is one of two, and he'll take a strike here, one and one. So he grounded out to short in the first, singled in the fourth. And now one and one. So Rich and Conrad, can they keep it going? Pitch, he's going to take a half... Look and let it go. Outside, ball two. Two and one to Corbin Rich. Kale Conrad next. Carney down one. 
They've had the leadoff man on numerous times, but only scratched him across once, and Rich lets a curveball sail outside. Eikhoff trying to make him bite. He hasn't walked anybody so far, but he's down at the count three and one here. In fact, a quick scan, I'm not sure that he's gone to a three-ball count on anybody today. That looks like the first three-ball count, and he walked him. He just kept pegging the outside corner. He didn't want Rich to bomb one to right. And so a leadoff walk here for Corbin Rich, the first walk of the ball game for Ryan Eikhoff. And now, to get him a little more speed, we're going to see a pinch runner. And coming into the ball game for Carney will be Riley Miller. And Corbin Rich will check out. So Riley Miller in for Corbin Rich. He will be a pinch runner. That means not a courtesy. That means out of the ball game. Corbin Rich. Good third baseman, but might not even get a chance to bat again. Carney would love to get a couple here. But Kale Conrad steps in. What do you do? Do you bunt your man that's two for two? Nope. Swings and chops it towards first. Throw down to second. They get one. Back to first. Safe. Just barely. Looked like the right call. But another nice play by the first baseman, Caden Young. And that's not the way that Carney had it planned out. If they knew that was going to happen, they could have kept Rich in the ballgame. Not Miller's fault. But Conrad reaches on a fielder's choice. And Rich thrown out at second base. Max Myers, the catcher. He has bunted both times. The first time he reached on a throwing error. Second time, just a straight sacrifice bunt. He'll take one a little low for ball one. Carney needing to find a way to maybe generate something here without a base hit. One on, one out, bottom of the sixth, down one. Eikhoff's pitch. Swung on and hit high to left field. Back is the left fielder, Kwapnowski. He's under it. He'll make the catch. No chance for advancement. And there are two away here in the sixth. So Myers turned on it, but flew out to left. And that'll bring up the second baseman, Dawson Stutz. He has the only RBI of the game, a ground out to short in the fourth. And, you know, even... Even if Stutz doesn't get an RBI, just to get on, to move this lineup, to get closer to the top of the lineup when you get to the seventh. The tying run at first with two outs. Stutz will take a little breaking ball in there for strike one. Stutz called out on strikes in the second. Grounded out to short in the fourth to drive in. Carney's only run two to one Columbus, but we're getting down to desperate times now with only four outs remaining for Carney. The 0-1 pitch to Stutz, way outside to the backstop. That's the first one by either pitcher to the backstop. A wild pitch will allow the tying run to move to second. A break for Carney as Conrad trots down there. One and one. And if you can trickle one into that outfield grass, we should have a tie ball game. One ball, one strike. Stutz stands in there, and Ryan Eikhoff. Both pitchers have went the distance. Long stare into his catcher, Connor Roush. Now comes set, and the 1-1 pitch. Stutz swung on towards first and caught. 
Nice little lunging, leaning catch by Cade Young. And so the third line out of the ball game here for Carney. No runs. Despite the leadoff walk, there were no hits. There were no errors. And there was one man left on. We go to the top of the seventh. And what could be the final inning? Columbus 2, Carney 1. Our inning change brought to you by Great Western Bank, making life great on ESPN. Man, Cooper, this is hard work. We should call Johnson Landscape. That's right, boys. Landscaping is hard work, and not to mention, most people just don't have the time. Don't worry, that's exactly why we're here. Johnson Landscape has been landscaping the Tri-City area for 20 years, and our professional staff knows how to do the job right and on time. As always, we offer landscaping, sprinkler systems, retaining walls, paver patios, and much more. Ooh, this landscaping is awesome. Good thing we called Johnson Landscape. Check us out on the web at johnsonlandscape.net. Great Western Bank and Kearney is a proud supporter of the Kearney High baseball team and would like to wish all the athletes good luck. Strike three, you're out! Great Western Bank, making life great. Our focus is on relationship-based consumer, business, and agribusiness banking, offering personal checking, banking on the go, mortgage, savings accounts, money management, and much more. Find out which account is right for you at 2121st Avenue in Kearney. Great Western Bank, making life great. Go Bearcats! We do have our first pitching change of the ball game. Easton Bruce will come in here in the seventh inning. I don't think this is necessarily a pitch count move, but it is still early in the season, so it might be, despite the effectiveness. Cal Higgins going six innings. He was able to pick up seven strikeouts. The only walk he had was the leadoff batter of the ball game, who ended up scoring on a sacrifice fly. Corbin Rich does re-enter the ball game at third. And Creed Martin goes out to center field in place of Easton Bruce. Evan Bach, Connor Rausch, Taden Bell, 5-6-7 in the lineup here for the Columbus Discoverers. And now Coach Johnson is having an extended talk with the home plate umpire. I don't see any pinch hitters waiting on deck. Roush and Bell both have a bat in their hand. And now finally Coach Johnson trots down to the third base. Coach's box. Two runs, five hits, one error for Columbus. One run, five hits, one error for Carney. And I believe those were the only substitutions for the Bearcats. So Conrad in left, Martin in center, Anderson in right. And Easton Bruce, also a lefty here. So no different look there from what Cal Higgins did. And the first pitch to Evan Bach. Fastball squared to bunt just to get some movement. He'll take it for a ball. Bach is 0 of 2. He struck out both times. In fact, numbers 5 through 9 have one total hit in the ballgame. The pitch from Bruce swung on and popped towards right. Anderson back, back. The wind drifting, and it's over his head. Off the wall, and he'll have a leadoff stand-up double. That's one that the wind rode because it didn't look like he really crushed it. But Evan Bach with a leadoff double, the only extra base hit of the ball game besides Colin Flair. And Flair tried to turn a double into a triple. Hit one off the wall in right center field and got thrown out at third. Well, Connor Roush, the catcher, has to be bunting here, you would think. 
to try and get that insurance run down to third. Let's find out. Roush has popped out to second and grounded out to second. Coming in on the first base side is Tanner Johnson. He's not bunning. He'll take one inside low for ball one. And I guess the other school of thought here is Carney hasn't done a whole lot of worrying on offensively, so they might feel comfortable to just try and get a base hit to drive him in. Easton Bruce, the 1-0 pitch. He'll take it all the way right down the middle for strike one, one and one. Again, NCAA basketball when we're done here, the new West Post game show. And then it'll be Gonzaga, Southern Cal at 6:15, followed by Michigan and UCLA to complete the final four. Women also playing tonight, starting at 6, Texas and Stanford. That'll be followed by, or excuse me, uh, Texas and South Carolina. Then it's Stanford and Louisville. Here's another off-speed low and in for ball two. Two and one to Connor Roush, Tate and Bell on deck. Lead-off double here for Evan Bach in the top of the seventh for Columbus. Bruce's pitch is swung through and missed on a fastball. Strike two. Roush didn't cheat himself. He took a big hack at it. Two balls, two strikes. Nobody out here in the top of the seventh in a one-run game. And the pitch by Bruce. He'll take it over the outside corner. Strike three. Big strikeout for Easton Bruce. So Roush goes down on strikes for the first time. The right fielder, number and three, that'll bring up Taden Bell. Bell. He's on two two-strike counts. A one and two and a two and two has kind of rolled it off the end of the bat once to the pitcher and once he just weakly popped up to third baseman Corbin Rich. And the first pitch to him is an off-speed pitch that's fouled out of play. Brought to you by Home Real Estate. There's no place like home. Teresa DeLate, Mark Shipperite among your home real estate agents. O and one. Waiting as Bruce throws behind him at second base, and it's dropped by the shortstop Altwine. He was there anyway. He was just trying to get the quick tag on him. He knew it. Get a big play earlier in this game where we'll have to get an explanation in the postgame, but it appeared that Braden Anderson was called out on batter's interference on what would have been a stolen base for Bruce. Here's the pitch. Thinking about it, but saying it's too high. Holding the bat back is Taden Bell. So one and one. Our confusion was is it didn't look like the home plate umpire signaled that the batter was out at any point. Long discussion with him and Coach Archer. Big curveball by Easton Bruce. Stayed a little high. The batter, Taden Bell, made no thoughts of offering it that. He was fooled by it. Two and one. Caleb Van Dyke on deck. Only man on the bottom half of the order to get a hit is Van Dyke. Fastball, just outside, framed there. Myers held it for an extra half count, but didn't get the call. So three and one to Bell. Again, we're in the top of the seventh, two to one Columbus. Evan Bach led off the seventh with a double to right. Off the wall, now a three-one pitch. Fastball again outside, ball four. So Bruce with a big Strikeout of Connor Roush now gives up a walk. And that'll bring up Caleb Van Dyke. Does put the force on now at any bag. Number 18, 
First, second, or third. Van Dyke struck out of the second and then singled in the fifth. 2-1 Columbus. Bruce trying to keep it there after Cal Higgins went six. And Bruce out of the stretch. The lefty puts one in there for strike one. Some good movement on what appeared to be a fastball. Van Dyke couldn't pull the trigger. Started two and held off. Sam Kwapnowski would be pinch hit for. We've got a pinch hitter waiting on deck. Caleb Van Dyke offers at it and just punches it down foul. The right field line, or first baseline, actually. Didn't miss it by much, but it is strike two. Waiting on deck is Tanner Kobsa, a senior. Unless there's some kind of wacky double play here, he'll get his shot. Two to one, Columbus top of the seventh, two on, one out. 0-2 count, and the pitch. The runner was taken off from second. It's fouled away. Brought to you by Home Real Estate. Over the fans here from Columbus on our right towards the first base side. Good job there by Van Dyke just to stay alive. 0-2, but boy, Bach was taken off. Myers has already thrown out a couple. And they've thrown one back to home to get him out. Now the pitch. Swung on. Right back to the pitcher. Bruce over to third for one. Rich just decides to eat it right there. So they do get the leadoff, man. And there's two outs. Working around that leadoff double. Well fielded by Easton Bruce. On the chopper. That'll bring Bell over to second. And Caleb Van Dyke reaches on the fielder's choice. So Tanner Kobza now comes in. And the first pitch to him. Fastball high, ball one. Kwapnowski was 0 of 2 with two strikeouts. Made a couple of putouts in left field. Connor, or Easton Bruce up there. It'll be 8-9-1 for Carney in the bottom of the seventh. Fastball swung on and behind it, but fouls it deep down the right field line and well out of play. So Tanner Copes are now 1-1. One one. Our foul ball brought to you by Home Real Estate. Susan Bice, Wendy Vosser, among your agents. Top of the order would be next, but Bruce trying to finish it right here. The pitch swung on and chopped down the first baseline, just foul. Tanner Johnson made the play on it, but it was just foul. And the runners go back. Johnson may have came out of his shoe, trying to fix that shoe on his right foot. Something going on down there. It's one and two. One strike away from getting us here into the bottom of the seventh. 2-1 Columbus. Bell at second. Van Dyke at first. Kobza, the one-two pitch. Swung on and missed. Strike three. And Carney needs to get one to tie, two to win. And your score here in the bottom of the seventh inning as we go Columbus two, Carney one here in the seventh. There were no runs, just the one hit, the leadoff double. There were no errors and two men left on base. Bottom of the seventh when we return on ESPN Tri-Cities. At Broadfoot Sand and Gravel of Kearney, we've been moving and building your earth for years. Broadfoot produces and delivers sand and gravel and specializes in excavation, dirt work, site preparation, demolition, and snow removal. With two pit locations to save you time and money. Call Broadfoot Sand and Gravel today. Whether you need a little rock or a lot for landscaping, driveway building, business, or residential, Broadfoot is the only name you need. Let the professionals move and improve the earth for you. 
Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how Family Physical Therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes, in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. C.J. Fleeman in, trying to get the save here for Ryan Eikhoff. As Carney will go scheduled, Dylan Welsh, Seth Altwine, Easton Bruce in the bottom of the seventh inning. Carney trailing by a score of 2-1. to one. Baseball fans, your attention please. Now the mound for the Discoverers, number two. And let's see C.J. Fleeman. was in there as the designated hitter. So he don't have to worry about any other defensive changes. So he just switches in for Ryan Eikhoff, who, according to my count, had four strikeouts, only one walk. That came last inning. Well, here it is. Trying to snap a five-game losing streak, Columbus, and trying to win three of their last four after going 2-1 in Lincoln is going to be Carney. But as we said numerous times in the pregame and early on, Carney, both these teams have got to find some offense. Only 11 total hits here. Welsh lined hard to shortstop in the second, struck out in the fourth. The lefty steps in, lefty on lefty matchup, takes a fastball up and away, ball one. Anyway. To get Welsh on, leadoff man aboard in the first, the second, the fourth, the fifth, the sixth, and only one run for Carney. Fastball taken right down the pipe. Strike one, got away from the catcher there, but haven't had to worry much about that. Connor Roush has been solid. Both catchers, Max Myers, all afternoon long. You're listening to KXPN Carney and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Doug Duda with you. Bottom of the seventh, Carney needs one to tie. The pitch from Fleeman. Fastball, low and away, ball two. He doesn't really hide much. He rears back and fires. 2-1 to Welsh. And the pitch. It's in there for strike two, or is he going to call it just out? That looked pretty good. Ball three. (laughs) I think some other folks wearing the maroon agreed, too. So now Welsh probably take it on 3-1. Let's find out. The pitch. Swung on and missed, strike two. It was a good pitch. Good one to take a hack at. Seth Altwine next. Easton Bruce after that. They'll probably need Braden Anderson and Tanner Johnson if they want to get this thing tied or won. So here it is, payoff pitch to the leadoff man at the bottom of the seventh, a 3-2 pitch. Swung on and popped up. It's going to stay in play. Will the win mess with it in foul territory? No, and Roush is able to just put two hands out there and haul it in. Might be Jarrett Bell now as a catcher. Looks like that is Jarrett Bell that has come in to catch. Wearing number six. So he hauls it in, and Welsh fouls out to the catcher for out number one. And we will now have a pinch hitter for Carney. Reese Bober came in as a pinch runner earlier, but that's okay. You can use him again. So Reese Bober to pinch hit for Seth Altwine, who was 0 for 2 with two strikeouts. Nobody on, one out, bottom of the seventh. Two to one, Columbus. Trying to come in and steal one from Carney. 
C.J. Fleeman now ready to go. And the fastball swung on, hit towards center, and it is going to be caught. Boy, I couldn't tell. I thought for a moment there the center fielder, Colin Fleer, was going to let it bounce in front of him, and then he just had it sized up. So Bober lines out to center field. That's about the fourth line out. Difference between just popping one into the air, hitting one high in the air, and lining out. And now Easton Bruce. He has seen three pitches. He has swung at all three. He's hit all three to right. He's two of three in the ball game. Last chance for Carney. Fleeman takes something off of it. He knew. He didn't want to throw a strike there, and he didn't. Ball one. Jarrett Bell doing the catching now. And Fleeman steps off the mound, got crossed over on a signal, so he says, Mr. Bell, come out here. Again, Carney. Has a makeup game tomorrow as they head to the Metro to take on Papillion La Vista South. It's the first of four straight top ten teams. Then number two Lincoln East comes in Thursday. Again, that's been moved to a two o'clock start early afternoon Thursday here on ESPN Tri-Cities. One and zero to Easton Bruce. Columbus one out away from the victory. The lefty-lefty matchup. Bruce takes it in low and away and down off the turf. Ball two. Bruce a couple of hits, Conrad a couple of hits, and then Corbin Rich had the other, and only one walk issued. 2-0 Bruce has to be patient up there, but this should be his pitch, and he'll take one. That's low again, ball three. So Fleeman just went right after the 8-9 hitters, and here he has been very cautious with Easton Bruce, and he's down 3-0. The 3-0 pitch, Bruce takes it for strike one. Three balls, one strike. Braden Anderson on deck. Carney down to their last out. Three and one. Can Bruce get a pitch that he can put in play for a hit? Here it is. Three one. He skies it to center. And back to make the play is Colin Fleer. And Columbus has won the baseball game. Bruce really took a good hack and got under it a little bit. And Carney Hyde, no runs, no hits, no errors, nobody left on base. Ryan Eikhoff, six innings, gets the win. C.J. Fleeman comes in and gets the save. Carney now drops to 3-3, three and three and Columbus improves to 4-5 and five in a game, ladies and gentlemen, that took one hour and 40 minutes to play here today. We'll be back with the New West Post Game Show. Talk with Coach Matt Conn and have all the final numbers when we return on ESPN Tri-City. More than 10 years of doing things the right way have led to over a decade of trust between Buffalo Roofing and local homeowners benefiting from quality workmanship and products. From storm damage repair to updating the look of your home with new siding and gutters. Trust the company that's built itself on trust. When it comes to roofing, siding and gutters, local is best. Buffalo Roofing of Kearney. Voted best of Kearney five years and counting. Proudly supporting Kearney Baseball. Five Points Bank has been your hometown bank for over 40 years, and now you can take us wherever you go. Mobile deposit allows you to deposit checks from your smartphone or tablet with our free business banking app. And never pay for an ATM charge again with our MoneyPass app. It maps out ATMs near you that won't charge a fee because of its partnership with Five Points Bank. We're here to serve you in person and online, and that's why we're the better bank. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. 
Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Isn't it time you start treating your eyesight as the precious gift it is? Make your appointment at Optical Gallery in Kearney with one of the biggest frame selection, including names like Tom Ford, Mark Jacobs, Oakley, and Maui Jim. You will be seeing yourself in style. Open Monday through Friday with evening appointments available. Personal, professional, quality eye care. Optical Gallery will help you see the difference. Make an appointment today with Dr. Mandy Johnson. Optical Gallery on 39th Street in Kearney. Time now for the U.S. Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery post-game show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, U.S. is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. Two to one in favor of Columbus. Assistant Coach Matt Connett joins us. And Coach Mann got some guys on, uh, but we mentioned a couple of times, well, a lot in the pregame. Both these squads have been struggling to put up offensive numbers without the aid of errors and walks and it showed again today. Had two good pitching performances, yeah. but uh, either it's a good pitching performance or it's good offense. Got a lot of guys on, uh, five of the seven innings, the leadoff guy on, only one time able to get him across. What what did you see out there? Well, the first thing is is, is we weren't our, our patience wasn't there at the plate. I mean, their starter threw 63 pitches in six innings. I mean, when you're throwing just over 10 an inning, that's pretty good, obviously, um, but not on our on our part um we need to see some more pitches we need to see some pitches that we can actually do something with and and not not go you know not go after those first or second pitch in the in the count he pounded the strike zone though yeah. a lot of those were strikes too yeah. so i mean that's kind of a 50 50 deal what do you yeah. tell your guys on an instance like that well i mean you don't want them to to press too much but i mean i think a lot of times you know you see somebody like that who's not necessarily overpowering that's not putting a lot of guys on base for you um you know it looks looks very hittable from the from the from the dugout um but uh when you get up there and you're you're chasing early in the count and he's having you know seven eight nine pitch inning over and over again those are killers what about the the other aspects let's start with the the defense i mean there's going to be one error on the board but that was a tough chopper over there uh, at second base for Stutz. so you can kind of maybe live with something like that what do you think about the defensive effort well i think that one with with dawson i think that was a, a abnormally big hop on that on that first bounce there and and he just got caught in between he didn't quite know whether to come get that big one or or sit back and take it off off a longer hop and and he just got caught in between but i mean defensively i thought we played well i mean cal was cal was not sharp early um missed a lot of spots early but really settled in really well i mean if you would have told me that he would have you know allowed five or six hits whatever it was and two runs after the first inning or two i probably wouldn't have believed that so i mean he settled in nicely and and uh, he even seemed to reach back found a little more a little more velocity on his fastball too there in the middle innings yeah, i think he got perturbed a couple times and uh, yeah. reached back and brought another couple mile an hour matt connett with us for another minute i mean uh kale had a couple of hits here for you today yeah. easton was one of the guys that yeah. jumped on the first pitch uh yeah. the first three times and uh he ended up getting a couple of hits for you uh, but again just just not enough and now the toughest part of the entire season, uh, four games in a short amount of time this week, all against top 10 teams. Yeah. I know it's just go out and try to get better and play baseball, but uh, it's also fun to play top 10 teams. Yeah. Oh, that's, I mean, that's, that's what you want to do. I mean, that's how you're going to get better. And, and uh, you know, we can, 
we can play teams that are that are maybe on the easier side but but uh you know, you want to play those guys and see see what you can do, and 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 you know, we'll as long as we pitch well, um, I, I feel like we can go, you know, toe to toe with with any of those guys. It's just going to be a matter of, of of pitching well and going deep into games on the mound. That's a big thing. I mean, if we're getting chased in the third or fourth inning, then we're we're in trouble. So, all right, we'll let you get down to Omaha tomorrow. See you back here Thursday, yeah. Matt. Thanks, Thanks so much. Appreciate it, Matt Connett, assistant coach here for uh, Carney, and of course knows his baseball in the summertime uh, as well as we've had a chance to talk to him numerous times here on the New West Post Game Show. It just didn't go Carney's way today. They fall by a score of two to one, two pretty good pitching performances, but uh, Carney just couldn't scratch off enough runs here. As we said a couple of times, they had runners at first and second with nobody out and managed just one total run, had the leadoff man on five of the seven innings. That's usually uh, success. That's uh, that's a huge part of having success offensively, but Carney continues to struggle in that area. We'll take a break and look at the final numbers of the New West postgame show right after this. The Bike Shed in Kearney proudly supports Kearney High Baseball. Our staff has many years of experience and is ready to help you with all your cycling and fitness needs. We carry a full line of bikes, fitness equipment, parts and accessories, and provide service and repair. We assist professional to casual bike riders with bike parts knowledge, support, labor, and custom bike setups. If you'd like to talk to our specialists, call us at 308-234-BIKE or stop in at 1800 North 2nd Avenue. Get fit with help from the Bike Shed in Kearney. Online at headtotheshed.com. Don't just be a fan of your team. Be a full-blown fanatic at Fanatics. Conveniently located on the bricks, Fanatics is your home for pregame, postgame, or even a food-to-go order during the seventh-inning stretch. Fanatics is your home for the games you can't get to with over 30 HD TVs and everyone's favorite bullpen. Don't forget the famous wings, burgers, pizzas, and the best food and drink specials throughout the week. Fanatics, a block north of the tracks on Central Avenue, Kearney, and online at fanaticscarney.com. Go Kearney Baseball! And back on the New West Post Game Show, Doug Duda along with our producer engineer Stacy John, getting ready to take a look at the uh, final numbers of our uh, baseball game here today. Let's start with uh, Columbus. Two runs, only one of them ended up being earned. Six hits. There was one Carney error. Only four men left on. Carney threw out three base runners in this baseball game. Uh, for the offense here today, it was uh, Cody's roost. He was one for three with a single, a run scored. He also reached on an error. C.J. Fleeman, who came in and got the save, uh, was one for three. Caden Young, one for th- two with a sacrifice fly. He had both RBIs in the ball game. Uh, Evan Bach had that leadoff double in the seventh, but uh, Bruce was able to pitch around that. And then, uh, as we said, the number six through nine hitters only had one hit between them. Uh, they were one for 12, and Caleb Van Dyke, had that single in the fifth, and then he was thrown out later in the inning uh, trying to steal, and that ended the fifth inning. Cal Higgins, tough luck loser here today. As we said, he only gave up one earned run. Uh, Six innings pitch, seven strikeouts, one walk. Easton Bruce struck out two, walked one in his one inning of relief. For Carney, kind of went over it there with uh, assistant coach Matt Connett, but Easton Bruce was two for four uh, with two singles. Then you had... uh, Corbin Rich, he was one for two with a walk. He scored the only run today. Cale Conrad was two for three, two singles, reached on a fielder's choice. Uh, Max Myers laid down a couple of bunts. We could have got into a couple more things there with Coach Conrad about the uh, batter's interference and and the bunting uh, that you have to do with uh, Max Myers. So uh, able to see how that 
worked out of the baseball game. The lone uh, RBI came from Dawson Stutz on a ground out there in the fourth that got Corbin Rich home. And as we said, uh, there were a few lineouts in the baseball game. Dylan Welsh had one at shortstop. Uh, Easton Bruce, one of his outs was just a line shot to right field fairly well, really well hit. It was about two-thirds of the way back out there. They were playing him deep with the wind blowing out, so he had a line out in the ball game. Also had uh, Dawson Stutz. Uh, the last time he was out, ripped one right at first base where a nice play was made by Caden Young, and then Reese Bober ripped one to center there in the seventh, but right at the center fielder who just had to come in a couple of steps. Almost, I thought, fooled Colin Fleer, but he was able to gauge him. For Carney, one run, five hits. There was only one error on the Columbus Discoverers, and Carney left six men on. Ryan Eikhoff, six innings to get the win, struck out four, walked one. C.J. Fleeman ended up with a one, two, three, seventh, walked one. Uh, excuse me, uh, did not walk one. He just went one inning, didn't walk anybody, didn't strike out anybody. A foul out, a line out, and a fly out. And uh, Columbus comes away with a 2-1 victory to break their five-game losing streak, and they are now 4-5. and five. Carney will drop to 3-3. Three and three. Again, they go to Papillion La Vista South tomorrow. And then 2 o'clock, we're back with you here Thursday at 145, our pregame undefeated Lincoln East, and we'll see if Carney can turn the tide. You've been listening to the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show, certified and fellowship-trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. The NCAA Men's Elite Eight. Coming up when we're done, we will have a 6:15 tip between top-ranked and undefeated Gonzaga against Southern California. And then around 9, game 2 tonight, the final Final Four spot will be filled by either Michigan or UCLA. High School Baseball on ESPN, brought to you in part by Home Real Estate. There's no place like home. Great Western Bank, making life great, along with Insurance Connection, Buffalo Roofing, Hellman, Maine, Costler & Cottle, Family Physical Therapy, Johnson Landscape, Broadfoot Sand & Gravel, Five Points Bank of Kearney, Optical Gallery, The Bike Shed, and Fanatics. Columbus 2, Kearney 1. From Historic Memorial Field, this is Doug Duda saying, good night, everyone. We'll see you Thursday. Man, Cooper, this is hard work. We should call Johnson Landscape. That's right, boys. Landscaping is hard work, and not to mention, most people just don't have the time. Don't worry, that's exactly why we're here. Johnson Landscape has been landscaping the Tri-City area for 20 years, and our professional staff knows how to do the job right and on time. As always, we offer landscaping, sprinkler systems, retaining walls, paver patios, and much more. Ooh, this landscaping is awesome. Good thing we called Johnson Landscape. Check us out on the web at johnsonlandscape.net. Insurance Connection and Kearney wish all the athletes good luck. At Insurance Connection, we strive to make you feel like family. Whether you're looking for home, business, life, or auto insurance, we are here to help. With locations in Kearney, Gibbon, and Grand Island, our mission is connecting people and insurance with care. Contact John, Ray, Jamie, or Jaylene for more information about a policy from Encova Insurance at 308-237-0914 or ins.connect.net. Stop by our office at 2615 2nd. Avenue, proud supporter of Carney Baseball. The proceeding has been a Platte River Radio ESPN Tri City Sports Production brought to you by Platte River Preps. To download this podcast or any of our podcasts, visit platteriverpreps.com.